This is the Critical Conversations podcast, a KPOV special project developed to feature unique perspectives and the courage it takes to go there, challenge mundane thought, and question the norm. And we're in the studio today with Dr. Carol Petherbridge, and she's a local naturopath who's the founder of Freedom Regenerative Medicine here in Bend. Um, Yes, I am the founder of Freedom Regenerative Medicine, and the word regenerative medicine for me Uh, really relates to my philosophy as a naturopathic physician, which is that we work with the body to help it heal itself. And regeneration happens all the time within the body. There's also some branches of medicine that have taken regenerative medicine way out into the scientific and technical field that, you know, could eventually be that we're regenerating organs or tissue or spines. So I'm not quite there yet. (laughs) So my approach is uh, applying therapies that use the body's own ability to heal itself. And I specifically focus with women's urinary and sexual wellness. That's my uh, realm. I think that's wonderful. I do too. And so I just want a, a disclaimer that we are not doctors or, or you know, uh, KPOV is, is merely presenting this information. Okay. So, um, you know, let's talk about some of the issues that women women deal with. Um, I know, uh, and before we do, I think Carolyn and I were saying, how do we refer to this? I mean, do we call it urinate, pee-pee, you know, what what, what are we going to say? What's the mature What's term? the mature? We want to keep still this. still brings a smile. Exactly, you know, VV, yeah, T, you know, whatever. Um, we could also call it bladder leakage oh, or leakage. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> but, you know, I, I have to say, when I realized that we were going to have this topic today, these are all the questions that I know that we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about this in my family. And I know in my grandmother's time and before my grandmother, they didn't talk about this. And, in fact, if women attempted to, they were often put into mental hospitals. Mm-hmm. So... Even though we we kind of giggle over bladder leakage, mm-hmm. I'll remember that. Um, it's still such an important topic. You bring up a great point, Carolyn, which is this is an area that we're just beginning to open up the conversation about. And that really is my my top priority is to help women begin the conversation. And to talk about these things that are embarrassing or uncomfortable or maybe a woman doesn't know who to ask about these topics. So I'll I'll give you a couple statistics just to give us a little uh, ground here to to work from. Um, Excuse me. 30 to 40% of women have sexual dysfunction, especially lack of desire. I mean, that's a huge number. There can be women of all all ages, all ranges there. And then in the looking at incontinence, there's statistics that say anywhere from uh, three out of four women will experience incontinence at some point in their life. And there's also a lot of myths around this that, oh, you've had a few children and now it's just part of aging or, you know, that's what happens as we get older. And I just want your listeners to know that incontinence is not a natural part of aging. It's a common part of aging. And there's a difference mm -hmm. there. 
Mm. Yeah, you know, interesting because I remember a group of uh, friends went to a fair and we were walking by the, you know, it was a, a, a bunch of couples and we were walking by the bathroom and the man said, there's not a bathroom my wife can pass. You know, we all went into the bathroom. It seemed like we just went from bathroom to bathroom and is you know, we we didn't even think about it. It's like, well, that's just kind of normal for us. We better go before we go. So. That's another great point, Jackie. Besides leakage, there's also frequency and urge, which all of these things, both you know, urinary and sexual issues, really impact the quality of a woman's life. So, for example, you want to go grocery shopping or you just want to you know, pick up your grandkids or play with them or heaven forbid, jump on a trampoline. No. Yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine. We, right now. I know we got you on that one, didn't <laughs> yeah, we, Carolyn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> 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 that shows you just the need for repairing and regenerating those structures and those tissues around the urethra and the bladder and the vulva, vulva tissue. So that's, that's the approach that I take. And because of that, I help women regain their freedom. My tagline is to, you know, helping women laugh, dance, and love freely again. Mm. That's my passion is to help women get back to that active, joyful life, being able to go cross-country skiing or you know, downhill, jump on a trampoline, jump on a trampoline <laughs> go hiking, biking, pickleball. You <laughs> wouldn't believe how many patients that I see that play pickleball, but they have to wear a pad during yeah. that process. And you know, so really I, I am about helping women understand the array of options. So we can do nothing all the way to we could have a surgery that addresses bladder placement. And there's, there's a lot of options in between. And that's the range that I'm in. I have therapies that can help improve the function and the actual tissue integrity so women can, can enjoy life again. Right. So, it, you know, just for people who are listening, I know as we get closer to home, I don't know if any other women feel this way, as you start driving into your, drive, into your garage, and, and uh, I'm going to be real candid that I had this issue that I, you know, had to, I, that I dealt with. And, um, and it was the same kind of sense of urgency. I pull into the garage and I have to sit in the car, and I learned to sit in the car and wait till the moment passed and then go into the house because if I didn't, you know, I would have an accident and it was humiliating. And I've had accidents at supermarkets. And um, I never knew that there was anything. I, you know, I just never knew to even question it. So I'm so happy that you're here. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that can be done. That's a great question. So when I look at when a woman comes to consult with me, we, of course, you know, look at her age and her history. How many children has she, uh, you know, and any childbirth and were there complications or scar tissue or is there pain or discomfort in the pelvic organs? And, you know, what has she tried so far? Often women have tried maybe pelvic therapy or they've tried to do Kegels or they've tried medications and they're not seeing much result. And there's a big gap from that all the way to surgery. So regenerative therapies, which is a, I call the FemShot, which uses PRP, platelet-rich plasma, which is a patient's own blood. And we concentrate these amazing, powerful uh, regenerative messages from the platelets to signal the tissue to repair itself. So that tissue around the 
urethra, we call a sphincter, which mm-hmm. helps close off and shut, you know, shuts the flow down and keeps urine where we want it, that can be, uh, you know, begin to lose its tone and function. So oh. we can put that PRP message right in that area to start that regenerative signal and help women regain good function of that of those tissues. Right. I know there's there's also a, a, a PT physical yes. therapy for. I mean that that was really surprising to me. There's and- a great array of pelvic therapists here in Bend. We have so many great resources in that area, too. And using the method that you mentioned, it, it, how is that applied? Well, I'd, I'd rather not take our time to go into all the technical aspects. My website covers that beautifully. Great. Um, great. But the, those are important questions. I mean, I could go on for hours about that. <laughs> oh, and so we're going to ask you now, but... We hopefully will ask you again at the end, your website for people who are going, okay, I want to check this out right now. All right. So go to your browser and put in www.freedomregenmed.com. Freedomregenmed.com. The other technology I use, uh, which is just really exciting to me, is something called Vivive. And this is using a radio frequency or a warming to the tissues to rebuild collagen. I kind of jokingly call it the facelift for your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and radio frequency, uh, what this particular device first uses a a cold pulse or a cryo pulse to preserve the layer of tissue on the outside so we can get this nice regenerative message that is allowed to penetrate deeper into the tissues and then a cold pulse at the end and then multiple pulses are applied in the vaginal area and this is the only one-time treatment uh, that is in the process of being approved by the FDA specifically for urinary incontinence and uh, they're almost complete with their study and uh, most procedures require two, three or multiple uh, sessions in order to get a good result. So we're on the cutting edge here in Bend. This, this could be a whole new chapter of the vagina monologue. <laughs> totally <laughs> good. Yeah, and it's you know it's just an update and the ability to know that the restrictions that aging often places on us can be avoided. And you had mentioned earlier that so often women wait too long. That's a great point. So. I see, here's an interesting statistic. On average, women wait six and a half years from the first time that they have symptoms until they actually get a diagnosis from their, uh, for their bladder problems. And this is a statistic from the National Continence Association. Um, really, honestly, Carolyn, I see women who, in fact, last week I saw someone whose last child was in their 30s. So she had been suffering with incontinence for almost 30 years wow. of some level. And of course, it you know, gets gradually worse as time progresses. So uh, for younger women, I really like to plant that seed that, please, if you're starting to have symptoms, laxity or incontinence or even issues with sexual function, address them sooner than later. It, it doesn't generally get better with time. It usually yeah. goes the other direction. You know, we spend all this money on facials to get our face to be soft and smooth. So what do you say to that? That's a great uh, question, Jackie. And 
during the break we were joking, I'll share my joke that I I I have a quarterly events called the Women's Intimate Support uh, Circle, and it's where we come together in an environment where we can bring our questions and really start the conversation. And during our last event in September, I was sharing with the women that you know we pay so much attention to our face and our skin and uh, all of these you know, aesthetic aspects of our of our uh, appearance, but. You know, I'm I'm in my early 60s. I'm starting to get some wrinkles, but you should see my vagina. She looks great. <laughs> see, and everyone laughs, and that tells me that you get the joke. You yeah. get the you immediately get that understanding of we pay all this attention to oops, I'm sorry, the outer aspect, but we really need to also address the internal environment of the vulva and uh, it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I laugh cuz I think of the inner beauty and the outer beauty, <laughs> beauty and yeah, okay. I think I need to do some attention to both the upper and the lower, <laughs> the inner and the outer. So, I wanted to ask you what population do you serve? Do you serve the trans population? I would love to serve the trans population. Uh, I have not had an experience yet where they have come to seek my services, but I want them to know my door is completely open. And I I use the word women's health care just to identify really the structure or the anatomy that I work with. I work with vaginas and clitorises. So that, uh, however somebody identifies, that's, you know, fully supported. Oh, perfect. So when people say to you, and so what do you do, Dr. Carroll? What do you say? I say that say I'm that? A, yeah, that I'm a regenerative medicine practitioner working to help women stop peeing in their pants and to have better orgasms. <laughs> well, let's talk about the big O. I, a couple of weeks ago, we had... Uh, um, J- Dr. Jane Gwynn on, and it was a-, a wonderful conversation. And we talked about the fact that uh, women feel pain, and um, so they stop having sex, or maybe they're, you know, um, feeling, uh, I don't know, uh, uncomfortable, or they're they're uh, self conscious about, you know, their their vagina after they have children. What what is there available for them? Is it the same procedure? Yes, it is. And I love Dr. Jane. In fact, she was one of the panelists at my event in September, and she just brings so much information to that realm. Um, really, so let's let's look at sexual intimacy. And the I think one important thing we can all relate to is that produces oxytocin, which is a hormone that it initially helps a woman feel bonded to her baby. Mm-hmm. And during uh, sex and intimacy, we have higher levels of oxytocin. Mm-hmm. And they've actually done studies that show that this makes our brain work better, mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're more focused and you know cognitively improved. So sexuality is really one of those, if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. So um, the therapies that I, that I address or that I offer help address Women being able to have more sensitivity, more arousal, better orgasms, better sensation, because we're supporting all of those tissues involved with those processes. Do you uh, recommend any um, 
uh, hormones? I mean, is hormones part of your therapy? Uh, general hormone therapy is not part of my therapy. Uh, I'm not doing primary care. I'm really focused on the incontinence and sexual function. So I do refer my patients to the other wonderful practitioners in town. I do have, uh, in fact, I'm working with a, a company right now to produce a topical cream to really help repair, moisturize, regenerate tissue uh, to keep it soft and supple and functioning and feeling comfortable. Should women use creams that, you know, that, that are uh, like they do on their face? I mean, I put a night cream on. Should I be putting a night cream? Yes. <laughs> I would say yes. In fact, uh, that's one of the things that I am cultivating and, and uh, working with my patients and recommending. Of course, I recommend natural, organic, topical things because it going into tissue that's going to absorb really quickly. So I think, it, first of all, it's really important to find something specifically for that tissue, not just don't put your face cream on there. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> the inner tissues are very different than the outer tissues on our face. So, uh, you know, I have lots of resources for that for women that are wanting to know, well, what should I put on my, my vulva? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we just have like a, a, a few minutes left, but I wanted to mention that your office is a very safe space that, you know, you, you've created that. So there's a lot of um, confidentiality and, you know, how did you set up your office? It's a, it's a very welcoming place. I went to visit it before our interview. Thank you, Jackie, for that reminder. Yes, we're addressing very private, intimate concerns. So I schedule my patients so that when you come in to see me, you're the only patient I'm seeing. Uh, in fact, I have these beautiful chairs in the waiting room and they're going to be there forever because no one ever sits on them. <laughs> I don't have patients waiting. I'm ready for you as soon as you walk in the door. We spend all the time together. I'm always 100% focused on the person in front of me. And I'm there to start to create a safe enough environment to start these delicate conversations that uh, feel safe and and open. Terrific. Well, we could talk about this again for for another hour, but uh, in the next minute, can you tell us how people can reach you? Yes. And what my, you got going on? My website is the easiest place to reach me, uh, freedomregenmed.com. And uh, I have a event coming up at Open Space, January 24th. It's a free event to the public, and we call it the Women's Intimate Health Support Circle. And I bring a panelist of local women-focused experts to to chat and have these conversations. Uh, we've had other uh, events where we've talked about lube and orgasm and sphincters and <laughs> all of these uh, you know, very important topics in an environment where you realize you're not the only one who has these questions or these issues. So you can find the link on my website for that event. And I have a list of all my past panelists and past events on there too. And I'm uh, on Greenwood Avenue uh, right here in town you can find me on the internet and uh, you know read if you uh, call our phone number and you can ask to uh, have a phone call and find out more about what we do and i do want to say that if you're driving and you don't have something to write with just checking out regenerate regenerative freedom regenerative medicine right you will get to the um 
office of Dr. Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and I go by Dr. Carol because Petherbridge is a long, <laughs> it's yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> so even Dr. Carol, Regen Med, you'll find me. Great. Well, thank you so much. Um, that uh, We really appreciate you being uh, opening up this conversation. You've been listening to a KPOV Critical Conversation. To hear more engaging interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical conversations.